Transparency Tells Podcast is brought to you today by best-selling author Athena Goodwin. Hey guys, if you play Animal Crossing New Horizons, this is for you. Want to win $1,000 just by playing a game? Wait, this is not a scam nor joke. Best-selling author Athena Goodman of the Seventh Riddle book series has partnered with the infamous Crunchy Allen to bring you the Seventh Riddle Mystery Allen. You get to test your wits and speed with the seventh riddle mystery reveal dream race in Animal Crossing New Horizons against many of the world's best gamers. The race is designed by Crunchy Allen, but it's not just the race. You also have to test your wits to solve the riddles and get the clues in this mystery dream race. This game is the first of three tournaments scheduled in the next six months. The first is launching on August 28th. Once you sign up online, you will get the link to where you can get the dream code that you need to access the dream race. To play the game is free, but this is a fundraiser to raise funds for research and development in East Africa. And your help is truly appreciated. First, click the donation link on the Clues landing page. Tell your friends and send them to the site to sign up. Play the game and share it with your friends. You can help out while having a great game. Visit bit.ly forward slash the number seven clues. Once again, that's bit.ly forward slash the number seven clues. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. I am so glad to be here today. I was going to say the sun is shining. I think it's halfway shining, but you know, we're still alive. We're on this side of the earth. There's a lot of people that didn't make it. Make sure that you are staying safe, wearing your mask. COVID is still alive and thriving, so make sure that you're doing everything you can to be safe and to keep your family members safe. With that being said, I wanted to pour on you a quote that I read that I actually needed to hear myself. You know, sometimes you have a, you have a hard time. So the quote I read is, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get up. And I can testify to that. I've had some very low moments in my life where you get knocked down and and you just go through some things. But, you know, one of the things that Les Brown said to me, as many of you guys know, I had a torn ACL, torn meniscus, I dislocated my shoulder, was walking with a walker for three months, was using a cane for two months to get back to walking and dancing and everything again. And it took me a full year. I did three, three days a week with physical therapy. I mean, it was kind of rough and I had no range of motion in my shoulder for six months, but still had shows that I had to do and things that I had to do. And they couldn't tell me before my surgery if it was going to be, if I had a partial tear or if I had a full tear. And the difference of that was between a six weeks recovery time or a full year. So they couldn't tell me until the day of my surgery while they was in my knee. So I woke up to the news of, hey, you're going to be out. You're not going to be touring for a whole year, which of course was was horrible to hear because as y'all know, that's all I've been doing is touring and, and singing all over the world. So to get that news was a hard blow to me. And I remember going home that day from the hospital and I was just, my spirits was really low. And one of the things that I started doing, I said, I said to myself, okay, so you can either take this as a bad thing or you can take this and grow. And so I put on some affirmations and everything because I'm into affirmations and stuff. So I put on some affirmations and while, while I was listening to the affirmations, Les Brown called me and I had met him when I performed 
in in LA at the city wine city city gala sorry so he called me on the phone and this is somebody that I've looked up to forever and he called me on the phone and he says I know that you think this is a setback but this isn't a setback this is a setup for what's next for you and I didn't understand it at the moment you know my spirits was really low so I didn't understand it but I came to realize was that although it was a hard blow for me and yes i had to figure out what was my next moves and everything that allowed me to be able to sit still and figure out what my other talents were so from that injury a book i became a amazon best selling author within 7 hours came out my boys started their magazine where they have disney and and the NFL, Miami Dolphins, and Netflix and all of these people are in their magazine contacting us for their magazine. So that was birth. My PR firm was birth. Now I have a film coming out and I'm directing and writing and other things. So a lot of things were birth from it. So the moral of the story is it might look like a setback. You might get knocked down. You're going to get knocked down because that's part of life. But you can get up if you can look up, you can definitely get up. But with all that being said, I want to bring on a very amazing guy that I had the pleasure of meeting actually on Facebook. But his story, everything about him is just amazing and I love how he all ways centers centers it back and gives praises to God about it. So, I would like to bring up Mr. Charles D. Clark. He is a multi award-winning professional SAG actor known for his bad boy role in the Fox hit show Empire. His latest appearance was also with Will and Jada Pinkett Smith in the new movie Charm City Kings. He is also a speaker empowering lives worldwide through through his powerful and life-changing testimony. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, sis? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. It is uh it's a it's a wonderful day. We're we're on this side of the earth. <laughs> so, I'm That's all right. If you if you breathe in it's a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, can you let everybody know a little bit about yourself? Uh well, uh hello everybody. Uh Charles E. Clark here. Happy to be on this wonderful uh platform podcast with my sis who uh is also someone that is uh doing some great things and and I'm inspired by. Uh yeah, um a country boy, uh born in VA but spent a lot of my time in North Carolina uh where my testimony was birthed, but uh my father died when I was Five going on six years old, which was devastating um, to me. Uh, of course, any one of it matters. Um, and my, him and my mom got married two weeks later, so that was a, uh, a big, another big uh, devastation. And it led me to the streets. Uh, you know, gang banging, being a gun enforcer, a uh, little bit of drug dealing, but I made him on the streets for a gun enforcer. And ultimately, it landed me in prison. Uh, as we know, when that lifestyle come about. uh there were two ways out the graveyard of prison so uh fortunately i was able to I'm still alive uh did almost 8 years in prison uh where i found god felt my purpose and uh led me to uh becoming now a uh, special actor speaker and find the worth in my platform and meeting like-minded people uh such as you sis so happy to be here god is glorious wonderful wonderful well i'm definitely sorry to hear about your father passing at such a young age and and i could imagine that would be you know something really hard because guys little boys they need their fathers and as much as a woman you know you might have just a woman in the house and everything but i always say a woman can do the best that they can do to raise a guy to raise a, a young man into becoming a man but if you're not a man you can't give them you can't fully relate and understand everything that they're going through and so you yeah. father figure or someone around to help kind of guide them and help them with the man type of questions and things that they go through so i could imagine not having that could possibly lead you going to the streets you know if that's what you're around and that's where you find your home you know so i'm just very sorry to hear that we taking a pause for the calls this is your girl butter be rocker transparency talks podcast baby listen this is one of my singles make sure you check out the video This is straight in my heart. 
served eight years in prison and yeah, that, yeah, almost eight. okay and from yeah. that you came out and went into acting how did that transpire well actually uh which is one of the unique milestones of my testimony is because of my grandmother uh heavenly uh shout out to her uh lucille haley clark who's my dad's mom uh she didn't want to visit me um, in prison because she didn't want to send me those conditions. But uh, within a year or less than a year of me getting released, she finally came up there. My aunt and uncle bought her there. And I was so happy to see her. I mean, I've been seeing her my entire bed. And so once I went to the visitor room, my auntie, um, my uncle was sitting, my grandmother there, and my auntie ran over to me. And she was like, nephew, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And I was like, what? You know, 
my, that's my grandma. I want, I want to see her. And she said that your grandmother's dying. She has dementia. She has three brain tumors. And I was completely in shock. Like, what? You know, she says, right now, your grandma thinks that you're your dad. And my dad was in the military, such a force was there. And uh, he died, of course, he was age 31 or 32. He also actually served the country. And uh, she thinks that you're your dad, and she thinks this prison is a military base. And I was like, whoa. So then she went on to say that the doctor said that you have to basically go along with what she's taking. If you start making anything different, it could put strain on her condition. So imagine two and a half hours in the business room, becoming the man that you lost, your hero, your dad, who's already dead, looking into the eyes of your grandmother who's dying right before you. Try to act like my dad for the entire visit. Uh, after the visit was over, uh, my grandmother, as she walked out, she told the CO, uh, the, the correction officer, she told him, let my son go. He has served the country long enough. It's time for me to come home. You know, she was just kind of sitting in a repetitive state. Uh, and when she left out, uh, the CO uh, called me over there. And, you know, of course, typically they do random, um, you know, uh, pat down to make sure you get no contraband or whatever. But uh, in this particular case, it's because he was part he he was part of the uh, of what he had uh, saw and he had witnessed. And he said that y'all, whatever you plan on doing, I don't know what it is, but you need to be an actor because what you just did, sacrifice the woman for your grandmother. Uh, that was an awesome moment. And he said it really touched me, man. And I really didn't think enough about it until afterwards. And uh, so enough, you know, my grandmother died, unfortunately, right before my release, which was a couple months later. But I landed my first role the same year I got out of prison. And when I did my, my do my speaking engagement, uh, I would tell people that my grandmother gave me my first audition. So that's why I chose my destiny as actors, because God used her in the last moment to show me that's what I'm supposed to do. Wow. That is a powerful testimony. Okay. So... Your grandmother passes. You're still in prison. Mm -hmm. You you have a couple of months before you get out, if I'm understanding correctly. Yep, yeah, I've had a couple of months, and during that process, I sort of got you know say okay maybe you know she was on to something. I kept hearing what the CEO was saying. It really didn't hit me until actually I got approached um, the year I got out of prison. I got out February 19, 2009. Uh, November, right before Thanksgiving, I went to a get-together, and one of the PAs from a production uh, was hearing my conversation, and they said, based on my look and, and what I was saying, you know, I'll be perfect for um, this small featured role. And that's when it, the light bulb came on, like, okay, I ain't been out of prison a year, and I'm getting approached by, so that's when I put everything together. I said, you know what? I'm going for this. Mm -hmm. so, okay, yeah. so... So what was that first project that you did? And tell us. Uh, yeah, uh, Premise of Duality uh, by uh, New Wave Productions. Uh, I've had a small role with uh, CJ. Uh, he was a, a ex-gangbanger, came out of prison or whatever. And um, his sister was dating uh, basically a psychopath. And he was, you know, felt some kind of way. And he basically figured that was something wrong with the guy she was dating. So. Uh, he was, you know, trying to, you know, get at him, you know, and unfortunately, the psycho people are, you know, most movies always win, so I, I became one of the victims, so to speak. It was, it was pretty cool, uh, experience, but it got a chance for me to be on set and get to know what the set life was all about. Um, so, you know, from there on, I had this, I got bitten by the bug, and it kept, kept on going, and that's, that's now I started doing all the background roles, or background uh, in general, uh, start taking classes. Uh, then I started getting speaking stuff here and there. Um, I've never been a person to be like, you know, oh, the role is too small. I was just blessed for someone to see something in me to be a part of their projects. So Remain humble, gave God the glory, stayed training, and later later to what, we, uh, what I'm doing now. That's that's so cool. Okay, so when you got your first role. And I'm, and I'm speaking this so that people that are new, that's getting into the industry, that are that's yeah. thinking about getting into the industry, I'm trying to give them some insight as to the process. So yeah. you, okay. you get out of prison, you get approached to do, because that's not normal. You don't usually get a, a role just by being out. You know, that's, that's not yeah. right. So yeah. 
So after you get this role, you then just go to, you start taking classes and all of these types of things. What was your first move? What do you tell someone to be their first move? Because I've heard a lot of people will do backgrounds first, you know, to try to get in there, start doing the backgrounds and hopefully you'll get, it'll get you to a leading role, you know, that type of stuff. What do you recommend for someone that's fresh? Uh, training, marketing, uh, because everybody's journey is different. I mean, I don't believe in luck, of course, you know, it's blessed to be the right place right time. Um, however, as far as putting the work, the first thing you have to do is is take away the, the oh, I could be a celebrity, or I could be famous and then be rich. Remove that. I've learned that that's just an extra, you know, you know, piece amongst you putting the hard work for the art. Um, what I did was I learned how to market myself. I learned, you know, with my testimony was my main drive, you know, um, my passion to inspire people. And then the acting came along with that as I was doing, you know, doing that. Um, but what I did was I, I just I just kept training, uh, training. And when you do background, of course, there are uh, rare moments where, you know, there you get upgrade to maybe, a, you know, a co-star or you know, just a day player. Um, so, but, you know, you people always say, you know, I want to be this big movie star. I tell people, sometimes you have to do things for free because people need to know your skill set. Can you act? Do you have range? So if you see like any um, student films, it might be the only thing you get is a million of credit. We all know about that, you know, especially actors who have uh, been in the game for a couple of years. Don't worry about the money. You know, if you have a chance to showcase and make a reel, because you need your reel, you need your headshot. Social media, we know that's the big, that's the, the biggest platform. I see some people don't use, utilize it enough. They post everything else except for what they supposed to uh, or what they need as far as a vehicle for uh, their acting career. You know, if I'm a direct, a casting director or somebody from a production or entertainment company on any level, when I come to your page, I need to know that you are a rising actor, that you are a working actor, working on your craft. I don't want to see all this other craziness that says, okay, do you, you know, they try to be an actor. Because people watch, people are watching, especially if they think you got potential. And then it could be something that you do in your social media, something you say, something you post. You gotta be very careful. And then ultimately, too, um, do your own skits and post them. Let people see your creativity. You know what I mean? You know, your creative genius. All those things plays an accolade. If you think you're going to just get into Hollywood just by saying, oh, because of my looks or uh, I was born for this talent and I was born to do this, then you, you know you're wrong. If, if people look at things from one spectrum, but the, the, the thing about it being consistent, train, 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 keep your headshots updated, and present what you learn your craft. Let people see your growth. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the ultimate thing. Taking another pause for the calls. This is Travis Flagg with Change the World, only on Transparency Talks Podcast. Bang, bang. I used to shoot you. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I met a man, it was just the other day. Trying to get some food on his plate, man, he couldn't even make his own way. Two kids, baby mama, he the father and his son, trying to beat another case. Young man, celebrate, cause you only live once, gotta make it all great. Gotta make it all gotta keep moving Though this life may bring you down, you're not losing Be yourself and no one else keep pursuing I just wanna bring your hope through this music Cause we're just all human So stand up and face the world Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well maybe I'll be the one Maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to change the world? 
maybe I'll be the one Well, maybe I'll be the one Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah. They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life yeah. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright you can tune in to Transparency Talks Podcast, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbiraka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka. And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. You hit on something that I think definitely makes a lot of sense. As far as your social medias and everything, I do think that people aren't really using the, that that as a tool that they really should be. You know, people are worried about what they got on, what they ate, all this type of stuff, who they're hanging with. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my God, I'm at the stoplight. Up, oh, I still look at my Starbucks. Okay, this party is supposed to be an all-white party, but I with a black suit. Uh, no go. Hashtag. Why wear a black suit in a white? It's like, it's this stupid stuff. It's like, where's the stuff with the action? And then as soon as you see stuff, oh my God, I want to be an action actress. It's like you're not, you're not showcasing that. You're, you're, you're being part of the, of the medium of, of this non-existence to what you're trying to do. And I'm not telling people not to have a life and not, you know, you will keep your audience going, but you have to know how to balance that. With me, mine is strictly inspiration and acting. You know when you go to my social media pages, when you Google me, I'm an actor, professional actor, full-time. I'm a speaker, mentor, advocate. That's, that's, that's what I present. Um, and just like what you're doing, you know, you the singing, the acting, the right directing. When I go to your page or when I see your stuff, I know what you're doing. I know, like, wow, look at this. You know, and, and you're king as well. Little, look at him. You know, so you want to be a part of that if you're a part of the art. It, it, it's the passion of it. It's the foundation of it. But... A lot of people can learn the hard way. You know, they think, you know, oh, you, you know, I, I'm just gonna again get, get half naked, or you gotta be part of the, the politics, the political standpoint of Hollywood when you're not even in depth in what the art is really about. Keep it simple, keep it clean, be consistent, and just train. You gotta, it, it's it, it's hard work. It really is. I, I don't want to tell anybody that. Oh, you just pop your fingers and smile, and you're gonna be a an A lister or a B lister, whatever lister. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about if you're a celebrity or if you're known and how many likes and shares you got. Just do the work. As my sister say, Demo, just do the work. Yeah. And put God first. People are watching. They're always watching. And, um, you know, what you give is what you get. Definitely. You're, you're dropping some dimes. One of the things, now that I'm on the back end of things with my movie, and and everything is in the auditioning process 
not only, of course, I'm looking at the audition that they sent in, but I do. I go to their social media pages. I see what they're about. I see if they're going to, you know, you look at stuff. <laughs> I would just say that. And it was the same even for my play when I was selecting the different people for my play. You mm -hmm. look at what they're doing on their pages because that also represents or could potentially represent you, you know, when you put your exactly. name to them. So it's very important if you are, you know, going to be an actor or whatever your field is, that you make sure that you represent fully. And, and take advantage of having social media because it is a great tool. You mentioned, you know, um, reels. Do you think that people should put their audition reels on their social media pages? Uh, there's, there's a thin line with that. Um, only, first of all, make sure you get permission to do so. Because some right. auditions, uh, you know, you know what I mean? But once you're cleared, of course. I mean, let people see what you do behind the scenes because Audition is the meat and potatoes of, of, of action. I mean, you get to, as I say, you don't go there if you're looking for a job. You get to present your skill set. You leave it all at the table, you keep it moving, and uh, it goes from there. Um, but yes, um, when you, you audition, you know, you, you're showcasing what you can do, um, your range, uh, also your personality, which comes from the slate, of course. So, you know, anything that you have, and if you don't have no audition reels, like I say, create your own, do a skit. Uh, do a famous scene that people know of and, and, and interpret in your own way. All of this is part of acting and, 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 work, and being a working actor. Like, sometimes in the morning, I barely sleep. I mean, I get enough rest that I need. Sometimes I don't, but, you know, God, you know, always provides a way for me to, to reset. But I'm simply saying, um, you know, going to school, there are times I get up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning because I'm trying to prepare for an audition. I go back to the classical trainings from like the Cary Grant or the Alfred Hitchcock, the Dave Scott, you know, classical training, uh, Sidney Poitier and so forth. Or um, I'm always looking at behind the scenes from some of the most prolific and iconic films and see the, 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 the communication between the actor and the director and how they uh, compromise um, in ways to give the best quality to a scene for the movie. Those are things you have to do. Uh, to, to always stay on point, stay ahead of the game. And then ultimately, when you're on set, you know, um, that's the best training um, in, in some ways because you're right there where everything is happening at. You know, learning when the camera position is at, you know, learning your mark, learning the lingo, like, you know, eight is success, you know, which means get rid of, or, you know, you know, back to one, you know, or, you know what I mean, or, or stand on three. You know, those are things that, you know, it becomes repetitious. So those things that you, that you have to be trained for. Uh, so yes, um, from auditioning, from being on set, from just whatever you have to do to hone your craft. And this is why you're doing such a great thing, you know, being successful. Because every time I see you on social media, you're always doing something to add to make yourself great. And you have to do that, you know, so. I appreciate you saying that. What is your process to get into a role? when you're learning, when, when you just get assigned, this is who you're going to be, what's your process? Well, you know, a lot of people say they are method actors, uh, which people use that loosely. Um, and you have character actors. I'm definitely method. Uh, and and, and to, to, to bring it to, to the uh, response to your question, what people don't know, method. Uh, I'll give an example. Let's say uh, your character uh, is a piano player. Uh, instead of you fake playing the notes, whatever, you literally take piano lessons to learn at least some of the notes to get the feel, the actual feel, the reality of it. Or let's say, uh, I'm going to go kind of the left a little bit. Let's say if your role is the undertaker, you might go to a funeral home to volunteer just to get the aura of it. I mean, that's the, you know, the, 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 the example of being in-depth, making it real as possible. So with me, of course, every role is different. What I try to do is try to find the truth. Um, in that character that relates to me uh, because now I have a foundation of saying I know this person and then it's just like uh, like like sis like you have a best friend you know everything about them right you know their favorite ice cream you know if they um, hit it math in school you know their favorite place to travel well your role of the, that you're going for should be your best friend you really is your best friend you should know you know what makes them mad what makes them sad uh, everything because ultimately they're not hiring you as a person they hiring that character so your job is to show them that you are not you and then the first uh rule of acting is showing that you're not acting you know if your role is meant for people to hate you 
they better hate you very well. That's a great performance. If your role is to make them laugh or make them cry, you control the essence of that. So pretty much when I look at the character, I do my I do the uh, the backstory on them. I look at them in a, in a way to well, how would they really approach this if they was a part of me? Or how would my best friend do this? Because ultimately, my best friend, I'm inspired by, I'm influenced by. So this role have to put me in that you know uh, that level of, of thing. Taking it all the way to Belgium, this is a song that I wrote for artist Sandrine called Just Dance, Everybody. We gonna have ourselves a good time tonight. Needing a career change? Work from home opportunity? Teachers Rock works with teachers preparing financially for their retirement. And we're looking for motivated agents to train for this dynamic income opportunity. To learn more, call Teachers Rock today. That's 409-234-0449. Once again, that's 409-234-0449. We are a financial service company whose focus is helping teachers retire with dignity. What are some of the difficulties that you've experienced in this acting world? Well, you know, when you first start off, people gonna hate on you, you know. You know, think about a guy that's coming out of prison. Okay, yes, he's an inspiration and, you know, a great speaker and so forth, but acting, you know, I don't know. You know, you do a lot of background stuff. You have to have tough skin. Uh, a lot of people just don't wanna see you, you know, rise. That's just typical. I mean, they did the same thing with Jesus, so. Uh, what you know, and he was perfect. Uh, you have to uh, learn how to block off the noise of the world. And listen to God. That's the first thing, uh, because if not, uh, this active process will eat you alive. Number two, 
Um, some people, uh, with me personally, in some occasions, whatever, people knew that I had potential, but they didn't want me to see it clearly. Uh, so, it's against another form of hate, but um, I use it, use it as stepping stones because I've always been a person, uh, I'm going to show you or, or give you what you think I cannot do. Uh, and, and once I applied that, um, then I realized the whole time that it's not about proving to other people, it's proving to myself why God gave me a second chance. So, um, yeah, just, 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 um, just the, 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 the hate. Uh, if you talk about the, the, the personal physical work, uh, it depends upon everybody's journey is different. Me, I've driven thousands of miles, uh, for instance, with, with Empire, but I got upgraded. I drove Chicago seven times, like within one month. That's a 14 hour drive for me, you know? So there's times I almost ran off the road. There's times where I've driven all the way up there or other projects, and then they say, oh, we changed the last minute. We don't need you. You've mm-hmm. driven 17 hours. You, know, you gotta have a, a strong mindset not to give up. Uh, or when I drove to uh, uh, Louisiana, a 20 something hour drive for a 30 second audition, and then they cut the roll, you wow. know? So those are the things you're gonna face. Uh, and then support factors. The people that you suspect support you, they don't. Until you make it big or what they think is big, then, oh my gosh, but that's my nephew, that's my family member, that's my friend. Those are things you're going to face. What I can tell you is this right here. Um, acting is difficult not because you can't do it. It's what you allow to make it what I call necessary uh, um, um, difficult. You want to train to be in a place where you're a challenge because if you are mediocre, then you, you don't can't understand greatness. You can't play it safe. You can't be comfortable. However, don't allow things that's unnecessary to be difficult in your life. Don't worry about who supports you or don't support you. The right people in, in your life are going to be there for you. Don't worry about if the next role is going to make you a star. Just make sure that the next role is your um, best role because you're only good at your last role. And just Network. When I did background, this, this is very important. You know, when people build background, especially when you have like hundreds of people, they are waiting to get off set. They don't care about, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the background actors, they don't care about, you know, if their like, career is going to go up or down or however the case may be. They just say, you know, some people, they just they have to be there. And you got some who, oh, this is too long. There ain't no potential here for me. I'd be glad when I get off complaining. I was the person when everybody left, I stayed behind and helped the PAs and directors clean up and move equipment. And they used to say, Charles, you know, you know, you you know, your background, you know, we're done. You, you don't have to do this. You know, I said, no, I want to do this. I said, I, I appreciate, you know, you know, you know, just let me be in on set. Then you, you, you know, they start calling you by your first name. You build a rapport, start making connections, start getting invited to, you know, get together and function. Now you are building a criteria of saying this guy really wants to be more than the background. He wants to be an actor. He wants to be a part of the arts, you know, and one of the greats. And that's why I tell people, no matter what you do in your career, always do something that's different, that's unique. That's what gets you um, in, in that elevation. So what I heard from you is you got to sacrifice and you got to be hungry, basically. You got to be willing you, you, to put in the work. You, you have to. I'll be the first to say, I'm not, you know, and you, you, you see myself on social media. I'm very blunt. I don't sugarcoat anything. There's times where I had to eat oodles and noodles or eat a bologna sandwich in order to make sure I get to point A to point B to make sure that my, you know, the daughter is good. You know, uh, you have, you do have, uh, you know, certain support factors, uh, you know, and people in your circle. But however, in the day, it's like, you know, you have to understand it's not where you started, it's where you're going. And like you said, if you're not hungry enough, a hungry person doesn't wait for somebody to put something on their plate. A hungry person learns how to cook. And they cook so well that other people want to eat with them or invite them to cook at their places. Um, the metaphor of speaking is that you have to have a flavor. You can't be a bland person. Whether you're an actor or a singer or whatever you're doing, what is it that people say, you know what, Sister Butter, you know, I, I want you to be a part of this. Can you sing at my venue? Can you write this for me? Can you direct this for me? Can you start this for me? They have to be in an enlightenment, a uh, 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 spiritual aura. So along with being hungry, what I'm saying is you have to be likable. Nobody want to work with a person that's always negative. If you are humble, you smile, do the work, 
say thank you, showing that you're grateful or you know gratitude, uh, it'll get you very far. Mm-hmm. That just that just led me to think about the whole. Even when you're off scene or off screen, and they said cut, you're still on because you never know who who is looking at you. You never know. Mm-hmm where you can that next person where that next job and opportunity will come from it could be it could be the person that's cleaning the bathrooms that might know somebody it could be the person that's acting right next to you you just never yeah. know and i always tell people that even when i'm on stage like i go overseas all the time and perform and i only have to perform for 45 minutes and i'm there for like a week and people are like well you're not working right now but i'm always working you know, I always got to make exactly. that moan because I don't know who's looking at me and you can't just, you, you still have to be at a certain, you know, level. And I always say that's very important. You just never know where that next situation will come from. For example, I did a, one of my friends had a movie and she, I, it was a very, you know, small role. She said, well, you know, I'll let you, we'll, we'll, We'll figure out something that, for you to say so you can get some camera time. Okay, cool. I was just happy to be a part of the project. And there you go. Right. And when I got there, that led to someone saying, Hey, I'm actually going to be doing this Aaliyah back and forth story. And I want to send your information to such and such. And then that happened. And then all of a sudden, I get cast with Little Kim in the Leah Untold Back and Forth story. And no mm-hmm. clue, you know? Right. And had yeah. I not been open, had I not been approachable and eager to learn and just happy to be on set, I don't think that would have happened. Exactly. Exactly. Somebody's always watching. I mean, you know, um, uh, some of the most prominent people in Hollywood uh, who always given their blessings and, 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 and they mentored me, uh, they had been watching me for years and then it all of a sudden came out and they, and they remember things I did more than six years ago. How long have they been watching me? They understand to my grow they watch my social media, they even see the screenshots of posts that made their mornings, their days. A lot of these people in Hollywood, I mentor their kids or mentor their sisters and brothers. Um, you know, so it, it's just it's a wonderful thing to, to make this connection. And it's one thing when you get a role, but see, you start seeing the, the, the specialty and what God is doing. I'm pretty sure you experienced this. When people want to create a role, something like, I have to have you a part of this. This is when you know you are really getting the respect and integrity uh, that evolves in the good space of Hollywood. You know, Hollywood is a different type of monster. So, um, yeah, that's 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 why God is selling blessing you, and, and also it's, it's a thing that we're saying. Uh, well, you basically just saying that it's a thing I have too. It's not so much what you do on set, but it's what you do off set, because the camera's always rolling, you know, and that we can do it in the spiritual realm or whatever. It's always rolling. So whatever you do is being recorded, not just up in heaven with God, but to here on earth, uh, as well as the people who could be a blessing to your life. So kudos to you. Taking another pause for the cause. This is Transparency Talks Podcast, baby. Listen, this is Samurai Tai with Alan. Makes me want to go to an Alan, you know what I mean? Christian Louboutins, it got my bottoms like a lobster. Monster. I'ma eat a beat up like it's pasta. Rolling down the street, I'm wearing black just like a mobster. You don't want no smoke, you get unhealthy, need a doctor. Shout out to my homie, he got dreads like a roster. Relay me the word and I might bring a couple shots. I be pulling strings, no guitar, but I'm a rock star. I be on the highway and I'm dodging all the cop cars. Writing all my lyrics, I be writing like an author. Know my name ain't Luke, but I am a Skywalker. Got that number nine, I'm pulling up like Tony Parker. I just like to kick it with your boo, we playing soccer. Shawty bad, she inked up like a marker. I be steady cooking in the stool like Betty Crocker. Way too many bands, I go to Linux, I'm a shopper. I'm just trying to jump up to the top like Grasshopper. Shawty asked me for that Louis and that Prada. She do nothing for me, so I had to give her nada. I'm in the casino in Las Vegas in Nevada. I got me a foreign thing, she come from Guatemala. Hey. And them bands in my pocket Shawty said she want me when she walked inside my closet Ay. 
We know you faking, homie, stop it. Gotta play it smart, I make it back, I make that profit. Finish playing soccer, she gon' kick it like a sensei. Left the spot on Monday, but she be right back on Wednesday. She don't take opinions, she don't care about what her friends say. I've been making progress, I've been trying to make some headway. Shawty got them curls, and she like to use a can too. I just get so lucky, number 12, like I'm Andrew. I can't let her try to tie the knot just like a band too. Always keep it real because I'm never acting brand new. I'ma light it up just like a candle I secured a drip and used to rockin' Nike sandals Soon they bout to know me and they'll call me by my handle I'ma need a platinum sitting pretty on my mantle Always keep that water, you would think I was a camel And my life's sweet, it can mess up your enamel So you mentioned that you drove, I, I don't know if you said 14 hours or 17 hours to go to Chicago for Empire. And 14, you, yeah, nearly 14, yep. And you did that several times and you said eventually you was upgraded. What does that mean, upgraded? So upgraded is when you um, go from a background to a principal brothers uh, and, and people don't realize that there's uh, uh you can be upgraded to a day player without lines or, or without many of lines it could be a non-speaking total thought non-speaking uh featured reoccurring or whatever which i was i had only one line uh through the whole thing but of course i was highly featured so i got upgraded and uh and, and when you upgraded you're no longer with the background company so i started uh, but the background, of course, uh, didn't get seen. Thank God I didn't, because then I couldn't get an upgrade, uh, uh, unless it fits the story involved the conflict. And um, that means, so no longer you would make the, you know, the six to eight dollars for 10 hours or the typical, it's a move up a little bit now to like, I think a hundred bucks now or something for eight hours. But now you have a contract with the company. So I went from background to now having a contract as a feature reoccurring. Um, with Fox, um, as you know, of course, those shine main goons. So, um, you don't ride in the white bands, um, you know, with, with the extras, and then you ride in the Mercedes cabs. It's, it's you graduated, it's like now you're part, actually part of the family. Uh, you get all the amenities, you know, the respect, uh, of course, the money changes, uh, you know, typical sad scale or whatever they negotiate. So, it's basically you're breaking into that. Which you've been waiting for all your life, you know, the 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 the, the gatekeepers said, hey, you've earned yourself. You're no longer back where now you're part of the family coming in. That's a great feeling, very great feeling, because I used to step back all the time. You know, Empire was once my career, and to this day, it's still blessing me. So I wanted to shout out to my entire Empire family, um, who's been nothing but the best to me, and to this day, they still support me and. Uh, and, and, and and everybody who I've been a part of their projects, you know, um, because nothing's too small. I try, I tell people all the time, when someone, um, if you have a role that's small as a pebble, deliver it like it's a mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, so. That's funny that you said that. Well, not funny, but one of the yeah, things, yeah, know, yeah. When, when I had my play, I cast one of my girlfriends in a, in a role, and it wasn't a really a big role. And I was telling her, I'm like, well, you know, this isn't as big as everybody else's role and everything. And she's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just grateful to be part of it. When I tell you that her role and her little, her scene stole the show, like it was a part that everyone remembered. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so it doesn't yep. matter how small it is. Like you just said, you have to make whatever it is your own and do the best you and let it shine through. Because if it's meant for you to, if it's meant for that to elevate you more, it's going to shine. It doesn't matter if you say a word or if you say 10 words, it doesn't matter. Exactly. I mean, Charles to the Kings is another perfect example. I mean, the cameo appearance, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a the biggest role, but it was the mo- it was a very ro- uh, important role, you know. Uh, and you know, I was in all types of media and and you know um, articles uh, for some of um, you know Hollywood top forms and media entertainment companies. Uh, you know, when they showed every trailer, they showed with Chop of the King. My scene was in that trailer because uh, I don't know if everybody who if anybody seen it or not, but um, you know I don't want to give it away. But you understand what I mean by dynasty. You know, Will, you know, you in the trailer and on Will Smith page, you know, IG page, and people taking screenshots of it. I mean, it was it was phenomenal. And 
uh, again, all because they remember me from Empire, you know, Empire fans. So um, it just, it's just a blessing. Uh, you know, when you love the art, when you love the, 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 the passion, the, the passion, not because of the stardom or what people consider stardom, uh, you would go very far. I, I, you know, some people say, oh, you're the newest celebrity, the rising star. I'm just an imperfect man that serves God, and I'm, I'm just blessed and, and able to do what I do and inspire people along the way with my testimony. So. Wonderful. So how can people get in contact with you, and what's next for you? Uh, of course, uh, all my social media stuff is um, easy. Um, Charles D. Clark on Facebook or Instagram. It's D. Clark, uh, no, Charles D. Clark 1980. And then on my Twitter, it's C. Clark Inspired, the number seven. So C-C-L-A-R-K-I-N-S-T-I-R-E. Um, you can Google my name. Um, a lot of my stuff will come up on there. Uh, what's next for me? Uh, I got finished shooting the series of Volkov Origins by Alyssa Productions. Um, shout out to George Dibble, Candace, and the whole entire crew cast in the production. Uh, I got a star rolling that is Brutus. Um, and I'm waiting on uh, two big auditions. One I'm looking very promising right now. So as soon as I find out, I would definitely let you know. Awesome. Well, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast and being so transparent. I think that it will enlighten a lot of people that are getting started in the in the entertainment acting world. And it also would inspire people that, um, you know, had it rough or, you know, went down a wrong path. And it shows them that you don't have to stay that way. You can always move exactly. into other things. So thank you so much for being a part of the show. And with that being said, we are out of here. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Transparency Talks Podcast. I want to leave you with this banger of a song by Russell Leedy, King of Carlisle's. This is Dirty Little Secret, everybody. See
Remember my name, baby.